ating unang pagbasa ay mula sa unang kapitulo ng Ibanghelyo ni San Juan, mula sa unang berso hanggang ikalimang berso, kasama ang versikulo 14. Ito ay hangok mula sa translation ng Tagalog Contemporary Bible. Nang pasimula, naroon na ang tinatawag na salita. Ang salita ay kasama ng Diyos at ang salita ay Diyos. Sa simula pa'y kasama na siya ng Diyos. Nilikha ang lahat ng bagay sa pamamagitan niya at walang anumang nalikha ng hindi sa pamamagitan niya. Ang salita ang pinagmumulan ng buhay at ang buhay na ito'y ilaw dahil ito ang nagbibigay liwanag sa mga tao. Ang ilaw na ito ay nagliliwanag sa kadiliman at hindi ito nadaig ng kadiliman. Nagkatawang tao ang salita at namuhay na kasama natin. Nakita namin ang kadakilaan niya bilang kaisa-isang anak ng Ama. Puspos siya ng biyaya at pawang katotohanan ang mga sinasabi niya. Ang ating pangalawang pagbasa ay mula sa pangalawang kapitulo ng Ebanghelyo na San Lucas mula sa unang berso hanggang sa versikulo dalawampu. Hango rin sa translation ng Tagalog Contemporary Bible. Nang mga panahong iyon, ang emperador ng Roma na si Agustos ay gumawa ng kautusan na dapat magpatala ang lahat ng mga mamamayan ng bansang nasasakupan niya. Ito ang kauna-unahang sensus na naganap ng si Quirinius, ang gobernador sa lalawigan ng Syria. Kaya umuwi ang lahat ng tao sa sarili nilang bayan upang magpalista. Mula sa Nazaret, nasakop ng Galilea, pumunta si Jose sa Bethlehem, nasakop ng Judea, sa bayang sinilangan ni Haring David, dahil nagmula siya sa angkan ni David. Kasama niya sa pagpapalista ang maging asawa niyang si Maria, na noon ay malapit ng manganak. At habang naroon sila sa Bethlehem, dumating ang oras ng panganak ni Maria. Isinilang niya ang panganay niya na isang lalaki. Pinalot niya ng lampinang sanggol at inhiga sa sabsaban dahil walang lugar para sa kanila sa mga bahay panuluyan. Malapit sa Bethlehem, may mga pastol na nasa parang at nagpupuyat sa pagbabantay ng kanilang mga tupa. Biglang nagpakita sa kanilang isang anghel ng Panginoon at nagningning sa paligid nila ang nakasisilaw na liwanag ng Panginoon. Ganoon na lang ang pagkatakot nila pero sinabi sa kanila ng anghel, Huwag kayong matakot dahil naparito ako upang sabihin sa inyo ang magandang balita na magbibigay ng malaking kagalakan sa lahat ng tao. Sapagkat isinilang ngayon sa Bethlehem, sa bayan ni Haring David, ang inyong tagapagligtas, ang Kristo na siyang Panginoon. Ito ang palatandaan upang makilala ninyo siya. Makikita ninyo ang sanggol na nababalot ng lampin at nakahiga sa isang sapsaban. Pagkatapos magsalita ng anghel, biglang nagpakita ang napakaraming anghel at sama-sama silang nagpuri sa Diyos. Sinabi nila, 
Purihin ang Diyos sa langit. May kapayapaan na sa lupa sa mga tao kinalulugdan niya. Nang makaalis na ang maanghel pabalik sa langit, nag-usap-usap ang mga pastol. Tayo na sa Bethlehem at tignan natin ang mga pangyayaring sinabi sa atin ng Panginoon. Kaya nagmamadali silang pumunta sa Bethlehem at nakita nila sina Maria at Jose at ang sanggol na nakahiga sa sapsaban. At isinalaysay nila ang mga sinabi sa kanila ng anghel tungkol sa sanggol. Nagtaka ang lahat ng nakarinig sa sinabi ng mga pastol, pero iningatan ito ni Maria sa kanyang puso, at pinagbulay-bulayan ang lahat ng ito. Bumalik sa parang ang mga pastol na labis ang pagpupuri sa Diyos dahil sa lahat ng kanilang narinig at nakita na ayon nga sa sinasabi ng anghel. Diwang banal at titinggin. Masalita niya sa puso'y itanim at sa ating buhay tugunan at tubingin. So for the past two Sundays, ang sermon ay magkahalong hindi happy at somewhat happy. The, the past two Sundays. No? Um, and when Jesus was born, hindi naman talaga happy. Yan din naman yung na-chika na nung mga nakaraan. Review natin, bakit hindi happy nung pinanganak si Jesus? Bakit hindi silent night siya? Or kung silent night man siya, siya ay silent night hindi nakakatuwa. Kasi mali sila. Sila married. Mali sila dito. Mali sila. Tapos parang ang check ay pwedeng mali sila kasi si Mary ay nagdalang tao. Mm. Mm, okay. Yan lang po, next po. <laughs> Bakit hindi? Sinundot yung quiz, hindi na ako nagpapakwiz eh. Anong ano, ano, bakit hindi happy ang ano? Bakit hindi happy ang nung panahong pinanganak si Jesus? Ano, very much like how Christmas is to Tao na buwin. Sila din kasi uwi ng Bethlehem. May, tra may traffic kaya noon. Hindi ba wala na silang naano ka? Napag-stay yan. Wala na pag-stay yan. Sulibok. Oo. Ano pa? Nagkaroon ng census. Sa government, ano, no? Ano pa? Ayun pa. Nung pananganak siya, gusto siya, sa, sa version ni Matthew, gusto siyang patayin. At dahil hindi siya mahagilap, lahat ng bata under Two years old, ay tetegihin. The death of the innocents. The death of the holy innocents. Parang ano siya? Kailan siya? Piesta niyan eh. May piesta niyan after ng Christmas. December 28. Feast of the holy innocents. Hindi happy kasi nga, Um, archaeologically speaking, there's about 60 to 70 percent of the population in Judea, Palestine, dying of starvation. 
every single day. Um, in that area. In mo actually, not just in that area, but in most of the Roman Empire, no, 60 to 70% of the population are dying of hunger, of starvation. Um, and, yung nabanggit last week, no, ang, ang sermon is about the Song of Mary, the Magnificat, at declaration ni Mama Mary doon, cast down the mighty from their thrones and send, send away the rich empty. Parang siyang magandang message. Pero, bakit may message na ganon? Because, the reality is, okay, the mighty and the arrogant and the powerful are there oppressing the people. Diba? And the, the rich are exploiting the people. And actually, the Gospel of Luke where our lectionary reading is today, is the most, sa lahat ng apat na Gospels, si Luke ang pinaka-pro-poor. Because out of the four Gospels, poor and poverty are mentioned more than the other Gospels. No? Uh, pro-poor si Gospel of Luke and the writer of, of Luke. No? So, yan yung reality ng panahon ni Jesus. Which is not really so much different from our time today because as you've heard in the prayer kanina, the, the irony ba tawag doon? Or the, the irony? The similarity is, so 2,000 years ago, according to the story of Matthew, innocents are being killed. 2,000 years after, ano na ba ang tali? May tali eh. May tali parang 12,000, 12,000, 15,000. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza and half of those are children. So, today, there's a murder of the innocents in the very land where Jesus was born. So, daming tsakang nangyayari ng panahon ni Jesus, daming tsakang nangyayari sa atin ngayon. But the good news of the story is not that everything suddenly became well and good. Yun yung, ewan ko, parang uh, medyo disconnect, di ba? Yun yung disconnect ng Pasko eh. At yun din yung disconnect ng maraming ibang simbahan. <laughs> the myth that when Jesus was born, everyone is happy and everything is happy. At umiikot nga ngayon, may nakikita akong post na meme ngayon, no? Maganda yung meme na yun. Please, ano yung reminder? Please remember that not everyone will have a happy Christmas. Some people lost a loved one, a very dear loved one this year. And sa, nabanggit na natin last week, sa hirap ng buhay ngayon, hindi naman lahat merong pang Noche Buena. Diba? So, the good news, the, well, bago yung good news, the disconnect is parang happy ang lahat. Parang, ano pa yung isang kanta? Kay lamig ng simoy ng hangin. Ano yung sunod doon? Kaysaya ng bawat damdamin. Which is not true. May masasayang damdamin, lalo na may mga jowa ngayong taon. No? nakahabol sa Pasko. Uh, pero meron din mga ano, 
iba mga magdramadramahan sa kanilang balcony na kawain feeling alone and ano diba <laughs> diba so but again the good news is the good news of the christmas story is not that everything all of a sudden became okay all of a sudden heaven earth became like heaven hindi yun yung good news ng pasko na nung pinanganak si Jesus ay naging masaya na ang mundo, hindi yun ang good news. The good news is that sa lahat ng nangyayari, in all the evil things that were happening, you know, there was occupation. The Roman occupation at that time. There was murder of the innocents. People are, going, are dying of hunger. In all of those evil things, then and now, God decided to join us. Yun yung good news. God decided to join us. God decided to go on an immersion. Nag-immersion ang Diyos. By becoming flesh. Nag-immersion for 30-33 years. And there's an argument, there's an, yung sabi ng professor ko sa New Testament, sa Revelation, God went on immersion and never went back. And a, isa pang good news, especially for us, LGBTQIA+, hindi din discuss sa ibang simbahan, the good news is that Christmas, God becoming flesh, God becoming human, is the queerest thing of them all. Ang pinaka-queer sa lahat na mag-uumpisang maging queer na mga ganap sa buhay ni Jesus. Now, the other monotheistic religions could not understand when Christians say, human is God, or God became human. Hindi maintindihan ng ibang mga monotheist religion the idea na ang mga Kristiyano sumasamba sa tao. At ang Diyos ay naging tao. Kasi yun naman yung queer, di ba? The queer is something weird, different, bordering illogical. God cannot be human. God cannot become flesh. The creator of the human, of the universe is beyond human condition. And yet, for us Christians, God surprised us. And what is the most impossible thing, the most queer thing, the weirdest thing of them all happened? Nagkatawang tao, naging karoon ng katawan, ang Diyos. God was gendered in human flesh. Christian, the Christian doctrine of the incarnation, na pinagtalun-talunan ng mga obispo noong 325, is queer. The virgin birth is queer. The story of a virgin who gives birth is queer. At ano pang queer dyan? Ano, ko na sa medyo matatagal na dito. 
Bakit queer ang pagbubuntis ni Mary at pagpapanganak kay Jesus? If you read the story, if you, if you know the story of Christmas. Kasi dalawa nanay niya, dalawa tatay niya. O, sino isang nanay? Si Mary and the Holy Spirit. Why? Because in the Hebrew language, the word spirit, ruach, is female. Gendered ang language ng Hebrew eh. O lahat ng kanilang words, either male or female. And the word for spirit is female. Ano sabi sa doktrina? And you were conceived by the Holy Spirit. So Mary being a woman and then the Holy Spirit being female gendered, at least in, in the language. O edi dalawa ang nanay. They mothered. Oh. And then in the imagination, in the language of, of patriarchy, God is male. Diba? So tatay. Tatay daw si God. Eh sino yung isa pang tatay? Si Joseph. So this is a queer family. It is a queer story. The, incar- the, the Christmas is a queer story of a queer family. Having two fathers and two mothers. So this is the good news. The, the, the good news of Christmas are two. Ano yon? Ulitin natin. What's the, the, the two good news? The first one. God joined us in our humanity. Not just in our humanity. In all of the craziness and shit of humanity, God joined us. And the second good news is that Christmas is, is a queer story. God becoming flesh is a queer thing. So question. Have you ever felt, sana naman, have you ever felt Totally, kung sa karanasan nyo sa buhay nyo, siyempre si Oli, maraming kwentong ganito. No? Have you ever felt totally and absolutely alone? Have you ever felt or experienced totally, absolutely desperate? Yung feeling na para kang nalulunod. Yung feeling na parang you're clawing your body up to some deep, ano, parang nasa quicksand. Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever experienced, or especially ito, lalo nararamdaman to pag tayo may sakit. When you're sick, you feel physically, emotionally terrible. And that you cling and hold on to life. Then by some way or somehow, someone decided to be there for you. When all was lost, someone held your hand. 
Or someone said words of encouragement. Maaring hindi na-solve yung pinagdadaanan mo or hindi ka natulungan materially, but there was someone who was there. Who decided to be there for you when no one else did. Kahit hindi na-solve yung problema, or kahit hindi nakapagbigay ng tulong, pero the, the person, there was one person or several people who was just there to just be there. And listen, tap your shoulder. Or meron din, ewan ko sa karanasan nyo, meron din yung, uh, ako naranasan ko yun eh, yung walang-wala na siya, pareho naman kaming walang-wala na, nagbigay pa siya. Someone who decided to be there for you when no one else did. Someone who inspired you or pushed you. Yung, you feel so sorry for yourself but the person, no! Pu push lang ate! Laban ka! There was that person who pushed you. Who encouraged you. Who did not accept your self-pity. Someone who believed in your potential when no one else did. Yan yung Christmas. Yan yung incarnation. Yan yung Pasko. God coming to us, not necessarily to solve everything, but God coming to us, joining us in our pain and suffering, to join us in our despair and anxiety. God experiencing every shit and fucked up human condition. So, no matter what you have experienced before and what you are experiencing now, God has already became human. And God's promise, ang pangako naman ng Diyos through Jesus is that He will always be with you. And God will be incarnated, will be embodied in every person you will encounter. Every person who will choose to be there for you. Every person, every friend, or even a stranger who will listen to you, help you, inspire you, encourage you, push you, or hold your hand. Yun ang mensahe ng Pasko. Pero yun din yung hamon niya. That's also the challenge of Christmas. The challenge of Christmas is to always give birth to Jesus in our lives every day. Sino ba nagsabi nun? Narinig akong theologian ba yun? So what's the point if Jesus was born? Then what? If, if tayo ay nakatuon lang yung ating isip doon sa, o yung celebration natin ay nakatuon lang doon sa pag-alaala nung nangyari 2,000 years ago, then it's pointless. It's nothing. The point of celebrating Christmas is to remind us that tayo rin, also us, we have to give birth to Jesus today. 
our lives every day. The call of Christmas is for us to also choose, piliin, to be present, to be Emmanuel to others, to be God's presence in others, in this community and outside, beyond. Ba, hindi naman hindi naman din hinihingi sa atin na solusyonan ang lahat ng problema ng mundo. Eh maski nga yung solusyonan ang problema ng kaibigan mo o kapitbahay mo, hindi mo nga, hindi naman natin hindi magagawa yon. But we can choose, like God, to at least be present. To at least be there. Diba, minsan yun lang talaga gusto natin, yun lang talaga kailangan natin eh. Marami, marami din tao na hindi naman talaga nangangailangan na at naghahangad na sila ay uh, hanguin. Minsan ang kailangan lang talaga ay a warm body to sit beside you when everything is lost, when everything is desperate. Sometimes not even to say anything. All of us. Kaya tanong ko kanina, naranasan nyo na ba yun? Naramdaman nyo na ba yun? At naranasan na ba yung pakiramdam na kahit man lang sana a warm body to be there when we feel that everything is lost? So we can choose, like God, to be present in places and situations of desperation and hopelessness. At yun yung bitbitin natin sa 2024. To be present in each other's lives. To be present in the lives of other people. And to, you know, do and give what we can kung meron man. And dahil tayo mga akla, to be present in the queerest possible way. Diba? Ano din yung chika last week? Joy and humor is is essential. It is an act. It, it is an act of resistance. It can even be an act of rebellion. Joy and humor. And so, when we choose to be with someone like Christ, like Jesus, let's do it in the queerest possible way. Because Christmas, whether they like it or not, is queer. And God's queerness manifesting with the angels. choir and, you know. So 2024, we hope for a better year for each of you. For each of you, alam ko bawat isa sa atin ay may kanya-kanyang mga pinagdadaan ng problema and challenges sa buhay. Um, let us hope for a better 2024 and that we can be the strength and the encouragement of one another. Ano man ang mangyari sa 2024, 
laban lang ato. And just be together. Let us always, always be together. In the queerest possible way. Amen.